few moments and thank you for your goodness and your grace. Thank you for the things that you are doing, both seen and unseen. And Lord, for the simplest and most basic truth of all, we just thank you for being good and being God at all times. Lord, we just thank you that we can trust you, that we can rest upon you and we can know that you are working and taking care of us at all times. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, Brother Franz. Means dismissed to their class. And the rest of us, let's take our Bibles in Hebrews chapter 11, a, a verse that should be well familiar with all of us. And as Peter said in his letter, that uh, as long as he was in the flesh, he was going to put you in remembrance of things. And... Uh, How many times have we faced situations, can you think of in your own personal life, you faced a situation and finally you studied and you prayed and you were nervous and all of a sudden the answer was right there and you said, wait a minute, I knew that all the time. Did anybody ever have that happen? And uh, that is why you must read your Bible regularly. Amen? Uh, You must stay in the Word so the Holy Spirit can... Work and give you what you need. And uh, where is Sarah at in the nursery? Miss Rita, you could just drop him off at the nursery. Um, He is dealing with all the tension of getting ready for camp, not doing well. But uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Him, talking about God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, if you're familiar with the Bible at all, you ought to be familiar with this verse. Amen? You ought to know this verse. It ought to be part of your daily practice. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. What that simply means is, if you are not acting by faith, you are displeasing God. Everybody still together there? I mean, we see that in that passage. It is very simple. And yet... When you really put it forth in this type of question, what have you accomplished in this past week that was by faith? And all of a sudden you're going, uh, uh, well, um, um, well, I made it to church today. And uh, what, what did we do this past week? that we had to have faith to accomplish. And as we look here, it says, without faith it is impossible to please God. And then it gives us a definition here. Okay, faith for he that cometh to God. How many times, how how many times this past week when you were faced with a difficult situation give me a minute let me think about this 
Could I challenge you that's not necessarily faith? Faith is using God's word for answers. Now, we have to be careful. Uh, You heard about the guy that was depressed, I'm sure, the joke that everybody tells. He was trying to find a message from God, and he just starts flipping through his Bible, and he hits on that verse, Judas went out and hanged himself. God does not speak to you that way. He tried again and says, Whatsoever thou doest, do quickly. And, uh, no, it's just a bad joke. But you can get into a lot of trouble just picking and hunting through the Bible. The first place we need to go when we get into trouble is to God. The first place we need to go is we need to come to God. And by the way, we've been through this many times. It's not WWJD. What would Jesus do? Because when Jesus met a blind man, he gave him sight. Uh, You can't do that. Neither can Benny Hinn or any of these other people on television. Uh, When Jesus met the tempter, Jesus always won. When we meet the tempter, we don't always win now, do we? It's what would Jesus have me do? What does the Bible say that I should do? The first thing, if it's going to be faith, you've got to go to God. That means we need to set some priorities in our life. We've got to get the Scripture. One of the greatest problems with the Pharisees in Jesus' day was their attitude from their writings and things that we have that have uh, survived through the millennia since the times of Christ and even before implied that because you're a Jew, you know the Scriptures. Therefore, our job is to protect the Scriptures. And that's where the oral code came from, just like Eve tried to do in the Garden of Eden. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. God said not to eat of it, but if you don't touch it, you'll never eat. Right? Let me ask you a question. Can you improve on God's Word? We know the answer, especially in this church, especially when I ask it there. You can't improve on God's Word. So let's stop trying to protect it. You say, well, what do you mean by protecting God's Word? Well, sometimes we try to make God's Word make sense. You know what? God's Word doesn't have to make sense. That is, if you want to get the bigger picture, that is the keystone to what is called neo-orthodoxy. The Bible becomes God's Word when it makes sense to me. Don't go there. God's Word is God's Word because He said so. When it is faith, we must come to God. That's the first thing. The the second part of this, let's look at it. For he that cometh to God 
Number one, must believe that He is. Now, no one in this auditorium tonight would say, I'm not sure that God exists. I mean, we're past that point. But the question we often ask is, I know that God exists, and I know that God is all-powerful, and I know that God can do anything, but please, please, God, will you please just do something for me right now? Could I challenge you, that kind of praying is the antithesis of what this verse is talking about. It says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. You know, God never was, past tense, except dead for three days. Jesus was dead for three days. God always is, present tense. When the future gets here, God will still be present tense. In the past, He is present tense because time makes no difference to Him. We must believe that He is. God does not need my human mind. I mean, as a pastor, sometimes I have to look at my sermon notes and say, Am I preaching my thought processes about the Scripture, or am I just preaching what the Scripture says? And if the former is the answer, then the notes have to go in the trash or be deleted off the computer screen and start over again. Because what we want is we want what God is. You must believe that God is. God is not some... Um, stingy being that we have to go and beg a few drops of mercy from. He sent His Son to die to pay the price for our sins. What more could He do? What more will He do? What more can God do than He has already done? If He has not withheld His only Son, why do we treat Him as if He were stingy and not wanting to give us the blessings or the things that we need to serve Him. Amen? You see, we must believe that He is. When God makes us wait, when God says no, it's because it is best. God cannot want any. Thing less than what is best. And yet there are times when God must, must withhold what is best because of our behaviors and our attitudes and things that we have done. You see, there is only one God. He is the God of the Bible. He is the Creator God. He is. But is He for me? That's the question we ask. When you doubt whether God wants to work in a given situation in your life, or that God is working, you are doubting His existence. God is there. This is the essence of what faith is. You must come to God instead of trying to take care of the problem yourself. You must believe that He is. And then the last part is 
that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. This strikes at the root of everything that we do as Christians. I asked the question at the beginning of the sermon, what did you accomplish in this past week that you had to have faith to accomplish? And I got some of these really, uh, uh, well, uh, sometimes I wish I had a little camera up here. I could record things. It would, it would prove quite interesting and entertaining. Uh, but I will be very careful not to do that. You must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Faith is not a feeling inside. Faith is not just saying, well, the Bible says I ought to do this, so I'm going to do it. Faith is saying, God has given direction in His Word, and I'm going to be obedient to His Word whether it kills me or not. How many of you have ever struggled with sin? You're not going to get past it until you get that attitude. Then I'm going to be obedient to God or die trying. That's what it means in Galatians chapter 2. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. Amen. It is putting ourselves to death. That's what the tabernacle that we've studied in the last several weeks is all about. But God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God is one who rewards our seeking Him. Now, verse that we quote often around here. But seek not but seek ye what first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you when in Acts chapter 10 when Peter was describing the ministry of Christ he said How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. Isn't that a simple description of the ministry of Christ? Doing good. What does the Bible say the Christian ought to do? It says we ought to do good, doesn't it? must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them, not of everybody, of that group, of those select few who diligently seek Him. God is dot, dot, dot. God is good. When is God not good? God is always good, even when it doesn't feel like it. Amen? Even when things don't go our way, God is still good. 
Now, let's just try to put this in a very simple application. And again, we're not covering any new ground. But how many of you remember the day you got saved? You came to God, did you not? You turned your back on the church, on your good works, on everything else. You came to God. You believed that He is. And you believed that He would reward them that diligently seek Him. And you brought your sin to God, just as the Bible says. That's what repentance is. It stopped, it's when you stop trying to take care of sin yourself and you bring it to God. You say, why would I bring the awful things of my life to God? Because nobody else can take care of it. He is. Remember that? He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You give Him everything and God will save your soul. Amen? Now, when we get discouraged with circumstances of life, as an American... You ought to be greatly concerned with what is or is not happening in Washington, D.C. over these last few weeks. Whenever they tell us it's a crisis and something has to be done now, just get ready. Because as Americans, we're going to lose freedom. I don't know how they're going to do that in this job, but it's somewhere in there. We're going to lose again and again and again and again. That's the way it happens. So what do I do? I write nasty letters to my congressperson and I get on the phone and I listen to talk radio and scream when the crazy people call up. And No, I go to God. Instead of taking my blood pressure medicine, I no, I don't have blood pressure medicine. But... And if you do take it, but you understand what I'm saying, instead of letting your blood pressure get up and getting angry and all of these things, what do we do? We believe that God is and that He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. If you want to be a blessing to this nation in which you live, go to God. Diligently seek Him, and you will have an influence on people around you. If only the true believers in Christ, of which there are not very many, let me tell you, when we consider it to the mass of people who call themselves Christians, but if each Bible-believing Christian would just simply go to God, Believe that He is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Things would be different tomorrow. That's faith. During the week, we like to try to get some tracts passed out. And you know what? Some people did something by faith. They came to visitation Saturday morning. Or they went out at different times during the week. Why do we hand out little pieces of paper around here? Because it's got God's Word on it. Now, where do most of those little pieces of paper end up? Who knows? 
in the garbage can. Then why do we pass them out? Because God is. God is good. And we're going to be faithful to Him and to His Word. And by God's grace, somebody's going to get that track. And it will make a difference in their life. So you say, well, I didn't get to go out last week. Well, sometimes we don't. But let's make sure we get to this week, if at all possible. Amen? Let's just be faithful. How many of you know someone? I was looking over the prayer list. There's some names on there of people that aren't showing up, haven't showed up in a couple of weeks. Some of them even longer than that. What can you do? Give them a call. Would that hurt? It's kind of scary, isn't it? Well, uh, what does the Bible say to do? Bear one another's burdens. Help one another. Encourage one another. Provoke one another to good works. If you do that by faith in God... And let me tell you, it requires faith to talk to somebody about the gospel. Amen? It requires faith to be able to go on your knees and pray for another person. How about missions? You know, I I would like for our church to do more for missions. And, And we are doing fairly well so far this year, but... Uh... You know what we need to do? Not worry about what everybody else is doing, but make sure that what I am doing is what God wants me to do. Just pray about that. Now, please, don't take your tithe and mark missions on it and put it in the offering plate. Because we've still got a lot of things that we need tithes to do. Uh, I want to, by God's grace, finish the renovation this year. I'd like to put my hard hat away. And my tool belt away for a while. But uh, there will always be something to fix. But I sure would like to get out from having this thing hanging over my head every day of the year trying to finish up the projects. And I want you to pray about that. But let me just touch on that. One of the reasons why we do the work ourselves, and, and which means I do a lot of it, is simply because if we tried to hire that work out, we would have to go into debt to do it. I don't believe that's a wise thing for our church to do, especially at this time. Um, If you've got extra time, let me know. We'll put you to work. Amen. But there is reasons why we do what we do. Because we believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. That may mean it's not personally comfortable right at this moment, but that's okay. We're going to be faithful to God's Word. It's just that simple. You read through Hebrews chapter 11. Abel offered a sacrifice. Enoch preached the Word. Noah built an ark. 
do you realize that Samson is listed in Hebrews chapter 11 as a man of great faith? Now, how many of you of Samson would make your top ten list? I mean, he's many parts of his life we certainly would not want to emulate. Amen? Don't imitate Samson. But Samson still is listed as a man of faith. Because he did obey God's word for at least a portion of his life. Of course, Sunday school was about Abraham, who was a great picture of faith. But where did Ishmael come from? The Philistines got lied to by Abraham. Peter was talking about that today in our Sunday school time. Why do we work in the toddler's church, the children's church, work with the teens? Why are we taking our teens to camp? Because we're hoping and we're praying that each one of these things will build an understanding of the Word of God, especially in those little lives. Amen? Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You need to ask yourself a question. Am I doing this of faith or of human reasoning? If I'm doing it of faith, that's good. If I'm doing it because I think it's a good idea, I'd better take a moment and reevaluate that thing and get it back in the line of faith. Somebody was talking to me about the family and says, Well, you've you got a big family, you got all them kids and Yeah? And you know what? There's not a day of the year that something doesn't have to be done many times during that day, each and every day, relating to those children. Why do we do that? Uh, Faith, just being obedient to the Word of God. It is a daily living process. Take your daily decisions. Make them faith. How do I do that? Well, how many of you got a rotten coworker that you have to put up with? Somebody at work that you just don't want to be around. I mean, there's somebody, it seems like there's somebody everywhere now, doesn't it? You know why? Because God wants to teach you how to deal with that situation by faith instead of, huh, I did this, or you just wait. I don't get mad. I get even. That's not by faith, my friend. If we're going to do it by faith, we've got to go to God. You want somebody that you just have problems with to be better? Pray for them every day. It may take some time, but they'll get better. You know why? Because you'll get a better attitude about that person because you're taking them to God in prayer. You can smile. It's okay. 
We're going to have a prayer meeting in a few minutes. Why do we pray every Sunday night? Because we need it. Amen? Prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes us so God can do what He wanted to do in the first place. That's faith. Let's, as we face things during this coming week, especially our counselors at camp, pray for them. That they will do things by faith and not by sight. Amen. And uh, pray that God will be with the teens going to camp. That they will hear the preaching. Pray for the preachers. Say, I don't even know their name. You don't need to know their name. God knows the preachers' names. And let's ask God to bring our young people back closer to God than when they left. Amen. Let's come to God. Let's believe that He is, that He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Nothing complicated tonight. God is. God is good. He's never anything else. And so let's pray that God will be glorified in our lives. Let's take a moment, if you'd like to come up and spend the minute at the altar or just pray there at your seat and then we'll go over our prayer list very quickly and get into our prayer time tonight.